Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 516 of the Dark Chester Podcast. Everyone's always I'm Tyler. And joining me, we have the man, the myth, the legend, the man who has never been once deemed by Tommy Dreamer, Sir Colonel Gables. What's up, buddy? order a big old thing of gravel here i want to go and fill up the backyard and do this and that and stuff and so on my ring camera i have little backwards footage where i can just rewatch. and i got this little notification at work one day so I, I go and check it right and i just see this big old truck go to the front yard and stuff just dump a whole bunch of gravel right in my the front oh, <laughs> the front nice. yard and stuff now the thing about it was at the time it's like okay well she told me that she bought some like uh a big old thing of gravel, right? I come home, it's a five foot tall mound of fucking big ass rocks and stuff like that, gravel stuff. And so it took me a better part of a month to fucking get it all situated sure. and just sure. dug with a shovel, with a freaking barrel, with everything else. So it's finally depleted. So I'm incredibly happy about that. That was my, one of my number one priorities I wanted to get done when I actually went on vacation here. But... Another thing that I ended up doing on vacation stuff, I actually went through and bit on the full year of the whole PlayStation like extra mm. tier because my yeah. thing was yeah, starting to. Yep. Yeah. So I downloaded a couple games because of that. I seen that. I seen one and, that stuck out very much to me. <laughs> and what's hilarious about that is uh, I've also been making some more like, uh, like. Uh, Attempted modifications for my PS5, and this is going to be interesting, though, because we we uh, we putting some ROMs on here, Gables. Are we, oh, are we, are no. we playing games on this thing? No, nothing software related. Unfortunately, I used I did the finger thing, but for people <laughs> that audio listeners, though that is out and is available, I did not venture into the modifications of the software. Okay. But on top of that, though. No modifications to that, but I did end up ordering a couple different things. One is like a vinyl decal for the centerpiece of the PS5, which I wanted this PS5 to more or less kind of resemble sort of like an ice, like a cool color type of feel. So like the whole star blue on top of like a white vinyl sort yeah. of thing kind of had its all appeal to me. So I ended up doing that, and I ended up getting... It was on sale, right? This particular type of stand for the PS5, because of how my room is positioned, I cannot stand up my PS5 on its normal stand. And mm. when I try to do it horizontally, like place it horizontally, I try to get the thing all secure into it. It never wants to stay secure. When you yeah. try to even briefly move it, it'll slide off the damn stand. <laughs> yeah, I've only ever been able to do it horizontally. I don't have the upper body strength to do it vertically. <laughs> so anyway in regards to the whole right. playstation 5 stuff i'm really proud you know, of myself for that joke and i don't know i don't know why <laughs> but the thing about the stand is it's it's fairly straightforward you just slide on a couple of the the things like at the side of the shelves and stuff and it's supposed to do like the same type of purpose the only difference is it's not going to be sliding off the kickstand and stuff that's came with the system so I'm looking forward to seeing that potentially come in next week. 
But uh, other than that, though, it's been me quintessentially watching YouTube stuff, getting some work done, playing some games like I wanted to in the beginning anyway. But how have you been, Tyler? I'm doing all right, you know. Um, been a pretty good week. Uh, the manager at my job that's been making me personally and pretty much everybody personally uh, and professionally miserable for the last at least a couple of years I've been there. Uh, yeah. But for some people, a little longer. Uh, he was let go by the company on last week. Uh, last Friday, we found out Monday morning. Um, I literally had tears in my eyes from uh, joy and like, yeah. Um, you would have thought, <laughs> Shit, dude. <laughs> you would have thought everybody there was having a. It was it was borderline a fucking party uh, at five thirty in the morning on oh Monday. My God. Um, so that was pretty cool. I got my uh, day off on Wednesday for the first time in since. Uh, may i noticed that too <laughs> yeah yeah i was i was pretty great i didn't know what to do i was like uh, like everybody's like how was your day off on like i got back thursday i'm like it's kind of cool it's like what'd you do i'm like uh, i don't know i cannot tell you because i don't, I don't remember <laughs> yeah and like i don't and like I, there's a couple days this week i got i got home at like because the last like i mean we've always worked a lot of hours at my job um like usually like 50 hours a week which i mean it's just it's a grind when it's every week uh, the last like four months, it's been like I get up at five thirty in the morning, uh, get ready, get be at work at six thirty, get off work at like a little after seven, pick mm-hmm. up Louie, get home at eight o'clock, um, take a shower, uh, make dinner, eat dinner at eight forty five, clean up, go to bed at nine fifteen. That's been my life for the last like four or five months. Yeah. So a couple days, like twice this week, I got off work at like five five thirty um and i'm just sitting there i'm like what did i do before like it's pretty fucking crazy it's just like i don't know if this is gonna continue because i mean it's it's probably it's not because um I, I deliver packages i'm not gonna say what company i work for but i'm one of the big two i'll say that the deliver packages uh you could figure it out from there um not amazon uh i, I have some <laughs> self-respect um but uh the holidays coming up so it can get busier, but uh, you know, it's just like just sitting there. On the, I was sitting on the couch, like my mom's like, "What?" Uh, I talked to my mom the next day, and she's like, "How was how's that been getting off at like you know being home at five thirty? It's like I ate dinner like the other day at like six o'clock, and like my body clock is so screwed up that it was like six forty five, and I was ready to go to bed because I'm so used to like eating dinner, and then twenty thirty minutes later going to bed. And wow. It's like I was just sitting there. It's like six forty-five. I'm falling asleep on the couch because I'm just like, she's like, "What did you like? Did you watch anything? Did you do, like play any games or anything?" I'm like, "No." <laughs> just like I just sat on the couch. I'm like, I kind of just scrolled through shit for like an hour and a half because I'm like, I didn't know what to do because I don't know what I did. <laughs> like I used to just like not do anything. I would just like pop on like a YouTube video uh, and watch that, and then go directly to bed. And like I'm sitting, I'm like, Fuck. I mean, there's things like. You got that like paralysis analysis where you're sitting there and I'm like, well, I can watch an episode of this or I can play a couple of games of this or I can do this. And I just do nothing. It was, it was but you anyway, know, long story short, oh, well, short story long. Uh, it's been, it's been a pretty good week. I don't know how long it's going to last for. Um, I don't know what my next day off me getting my day off will be. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was, it was really not, it was been a pretty decent week. Um, other than the fact on Friday, Gables, I delivered a package. I delivered it like into the world. I live in Iowa, so 
a lot of I delivered in the rural area. Um, well, I deal with a lot of Amish, a lot of farms, stuff like that. Okay. Um, I delivered this house. Um, there's a few houses on my on my route that I know that uh, there's a lot of geese, uh, yeah. a lot of um, a lot of goose, as they say. Um, I've had a lot of untitled goose game moments where I'm getting I'm like, are these things just fucking with me at this point? Um, <laughs> but um, I've had uh, the dogs are great. Um, I, I, I you know they always get a ton of treats out of me. Um, but uh, there's this one house to go to a lot, and they have a lot of chickens, okay. and they have a lot of issues with the chickens. And the chickens always go around and they just kind of just kind of walk. Sometimes they walk by me. It's like who the fuck's this guy? They don't do anything. Gables, you would have thought I was fucking Link attacking these cuckoos, cuckoos, whatever, because they just started swarming me and flying (laughs) around my fucking face. I thought I was going to die. I'm like, is this how I go? Is this it for me? Is this how Tyler dies? Um, They just started flying around my face, and I have no idea why. I didn't do anything. I just walked to the door as I always do. I put the package down nicely. I rang the bell. Uh, I did not do anything. I didn't try to touch them. I didn't try to do anything. I just walked by them, and then one jumped, and then like 50 more, fuck, well, not 50, like a dozen more jumped. Scared the shit out of me. <laughs> oh, my God. You were a victim of a chicken attack. <laughs> yeah. Fucking wild, man. I was like, like I don't, I, yeah, I don't, like, if, if, well, if I, this, is this how I die? Like, I hope my family thinks of something cooler. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the way I want it to go. Uh, <laughs> You're just yeah. going to have subconscious nightmares of chickens in your sleep yeah. now. Like, <laughs> Next time I go there, I'm going to bring a sword. I'm going to do like a spin attack. Uh, yeah. Or, yeah. I don't know. It's it fucking weird. Anyways. Um, welcome to the podcast. Um, every week we get together. Talk about video games. Um, before we get into that, though, we got to talk about something's coming up. And oh, yeah. four weeks. Holy shit. Yeah, we got it. Four weeks away, baby. <laughs> Woo. Uh, in four weeks, Gables and I will hopefully be nearly done with our um, extra life. Uh, yes. Extra-life.org. Go to that website. Um, it's in the show description down below. Click on click on that link. It'll take you right there. Um, you want to look for us again, Tyler Courtney and Gabe Bagno. Mm-hmm. Uh, or if not, sign up for yourself You know, or tell your friends, whatever. I don't care do that yeah it's a really cool thing we do every year started in 2008 for a girl named tori uh she sadly she was a teenage girl i think she was 13 when she passed away uh of cancer uh back in uh, down in houston texas a uh, really great guy named doc adams uh that we both know uh created this charity event 14 years ago and since then has kind of blown up it's, it's done all around the world um have raised over 100 million dollars in that time uh all the money goes towards uh, Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. Let me try that again. Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. Um, so th- they all go there. You get to pick the hospital of your choice anywhere in the United States or Canada. Uh, I'm doing the Iowa City one. If you watch Iowa hockey games or anything about college, um, anything about, um, college football, if you see the one where the Iowa Hawkeyes, after, every, at the end of every first quarter, they turn around to all the kids and they wave at the hospital. Mm. That is the hospital that I am donating to. Um, Gables is donating to the one in Seattle. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, any of, the, any of the money that we raise goes 100% directly to them. Um, yeah, and what we do is we play games for 24 straight hours. It's coming up on November 5th. 
uh, if people don't know, like, so I said, you play 24 straight hours. Uh, you don't have to do that. You could play, you can do whatever you get to sign up for not doing anything. I don't care. Uh, for as long as you're raising money and helping out or sharing the, sharing the cause is great. Um, so yeah, please, um, do all that. Uh, this will be my 11th year. This will be Gable's 10th year. I am wearing Oh yeah. Uh, one of my shirts right now. I think this is from 2020, I believe. They used to put the years on these things. I don't know if they have the year on it. They do not have the year. Um, but yeah, uh, so yeah, really great event. Um, we would kind of drop some hints here and there. Um, you know, like you know, eat healthy, be smart, get a good night's sleep, obviously. Um, don't over-caffeinate. Don't drink a ton of caffeine earlier. Um couple other things I want I you know want to just drop some hints every you know a little bit every week uh or not hints tips um every every week give you a few um one thing I always want I, I don't know if my does already but uh make sure that uh if there's any games that you think you might want to play or you know you will play make sure they are downloaded mm-hmm. and updated and if they like, go you know, sometimes like if you don't play a game for a long time like the PlayStation or the Xbox doesn't automatically update it for you Go in there, click on it, make sure it's up to date. Uh, I'll save a lot of time because it's definitely been times where it's like, you know, we, we go to play a game and like, um, like, oh, we're going to all hop in on Rocket League. It's like, oh, fuck, someone doesn't have it updated or doesn't have it downloaded. So now we got to wait for them to download that. Yeah. Or they, they got it downloaded, but they haven't updated it. And now they got like a 15 gigabyte update they got to do. And like, well, crap. Well, uh, well, uh, we'll find something else where we have to, we'll have to wait until he's ready to go. So like, just little things like that. So, um, like, just, be prepared. Have everything ready to go. Download even if you don't think. Even think there's just a chance you might play the game. Have it downloaded. Just because if you have the room on on your hard drive to download these things, have it ready to go. Have it prepped and ready to go. Make sure if you're going to stream, make sure all your stuff is set up the day before. Uh, I'm waiting. I'm getting a new computer. Hopefully next week. Knock on wood. Um, it said it could come as soon as Thursday. So uh, I'm going to try to get some stuff set up because I want to try to stream this year. Um, so I'm. Uh, you know, but uh, yeah. So stuff like that. You know, eat smart. You know, make sure that uh, you're not just loading up on carbs and eating pizza rolls uh, like I did in 2016. You just eat an entire bag of pizza rolls throughout the course of 24 hours, and then you're just full and you feel like garbage. Uh, and you still have you know 14 more hours to go. It's you now and then now it's like cool. Now it's three in the morning. Still got five more hours to go. Uh, and you're super tired, um, and you just you feel like garbage. Uh, <laughs> don't do that. Yeah. And you know, if you have games coming out around there, or maybe there's some games on your backlog that you've been uh, wanting to play, great time to do it. Um, yeah, it's a really great, really great time to clean up your backlog uh, and make plans ahead. To plan some games out with your friends. Gables and I, we 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 created a doc that were some some ideas that we want we of games we want to play, and it's like it's better to have a list too long than just like. Don't just fixate on one or two games because Gables and I have, I know I've done that in the past where I'm like, this will be like last year. I, my 10th year last year, Far Cry six. That was my plan. That game is going to take up half my day easily. You know, I have like, I had four or five games planned. Gables and I were going to play like a couple other games together stuff too. Uh, but I'm like my Far Cry six, I'm saving that game for extra life. Um, you know, I got, I beat the, I played the tutorial stuff before the, before extra life. I'm like, that's going to be my game. Of, and I put like five hours. I'm like, I don't like this game. <laughs> just like, I'm like, well, crap. Well, I, that thing, I was expecting that game to take up the majority of my day. And then like, it took up, you know, one fifth, one sixth of my day. Uh, shit. Um, so, you know, make sure that you, you are over prepared um, for extra life. Uh, make sure that you have, 
Um, way more games than you think will be possible to play. And if there's games coming out close to that, maybe you just, you know, maybe you, you get them and you just kind of hold them until, uh, until the day of, you know, and like make sure you save them. Like I always recommend great, you know, like uh, good open world games that you can just jump into. And like, I've, I've always found like, and that's why Far Cry 6, I thought was like a sure thing going to work for me. Cause I've saved a lot of uh, Assassin's Creed games in the past for extra life and just did side quests. I did that with Odyssey. I did that with Origins. Um, I did the Black Flag. Uh, I've done that with multiple games where it's just like I just saved these games for Extra Life, and I like I didn't do a lot of story stuff. But I'm just like I'm just gonna like I'm having a good time in these worlds. I'm just gonna level up and get a bunch of, grind for a bunch of stuff uh, and do stuff like that. So I recommend like you know I mean Gables. I don't know if there's anything you want to add on this before we we move on. No? To be perfectly honest with you, do you. The couple things I would add is obviously drink a lot of water, which I believe we have already stated before. And another thing is when it comes to games to play on there, I mean, yes, it's best if you do have them downloaded and everything else updated and stuff. So that way on game day you can do this and do that. But if you have a group of friends that you like to play some games with or you could – or if you did have like uh, a specific group that you go forth and play specific games, I said like with – God, I'm thinking about a couple other games here, like, say, with Rocket League or, like, with Overwatch 2, the, that new Overwatch 2 that came out and stuff. Yeah, I can't play it, it, but yeah, sure. Yeah. But uh, what I'm just saying, though, it's like if you have a group of friends or some are in a clan or something like that, hit them up and stuff and see if they can help you, like, stay awake during portions of the night because some of the biggest issues you'll come across, I mean, you'll have maybe six hours or so where you've played like a good slew of games. Maybe you found that one game that'll keep you satisfied for that six hours, or you may have just do like two hour chunks, which I've done in the past. Once you hit that nighttime and stuff like that, mm-hmm. especially when you hit after like around that one or 2 AM, that type of frame right there, things will start to get foggy. Your the fatigue is starting to come in right at that moment and stuff. You basically want to have people keep you awake during that time because you need that ringer in order to have that energy yes. into you so that way you don't try to fall asleep or you don't feel like you're just going to go during crash while the controller's in your hand. But uh, most importantly and stuff, it's like you need breaks. Obviously, you need like every yeah. couple hours, I would suggest, treat it like you would like say at a job where every two hours you get a break. Maybe like every four hours you get like a lunch break or whatever the heck. I've done in the past to where every two hours I have a break. I subconsciously get myself away from the console. I either like go to like uh, get some water, maybe use the restroom, maybe walk the dog or whatever the hell. Yes. I mean, Tyler's done the same thing too previously inside of Extra Lives. In oh, the yeah. Past. Good but, dog uh, walk on Extra Life Day is good for yes. everybody. Especially yes, the dog because yes, yes. he's going to be sitting there looking at you watching play games all day. So. <laughs> but... Uh... With everything else and that stuff, you know, the breaks are the most important part. What you eat, what you drink, what you initially go through and plan with. You have to treat it like a strategy type of day because while it is playing video games for 24 hours, it can be an and like a freaking gauntlet if yeah. you let it be. And the less strain on your body, the less strain on what you got to do inside of this cane, I mean, the better in the long run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you said it. The the ringer is maybe the most important part, outside of like you know, eating healthy and stuff like that. Um, maybe like uh, the five most important things. We if we can give you like five tips for extra life, I would say plenty of games, drink water, 
eat smart, take breaks, the ringer. If you can get a ringer, uh, we've had years where we've had them, and they've been fans. Like they will save you. <laughs> well, we've Absolutely. had years in the past where people are like they're just play like they're hopping in and play games with you just because they know you're what you're doing. Like I remember one year Justin joined us at like four because yep. four in the morning joined me and like joined you and me and we played Friday Thirteenth all yes, throughout the did. night and just kept us awake <laughs> for extra life. Uh, and he played with us all night. He just hung. He just and like in some of that time he wasn't even playing games with us. He just hops in the party chat and just talked to us. Um, and just kept us company, uh, cause it does get tough. Cause when there's a, like, there's been time, like we, a lot of in years past where not so much anymore, but like we've had years where there's been like six, seven, eight of us, like in a party chat the entire time. And once you've been in a party chat for 18 hours, it's really quiet. It gets really quiet. It's <laughs> really not a lot it gets, of talking. It gets dead quiet, dude. Yeah. It's like there are. <laughs> I think some of the funniest moments we've ever had is like doing this in general for extra life has been those ringer moments from that midnight to like 5 a.m. period. Yes. Where it's randomly bullshitting and then it's like land randomly just making each other laugh. The, yeah. the stupidest shit. Canadian mythology, shit like that. Um, Canadian, Canadian mythology. I mean, freaking. <laughs> oh, God. What was it? Like fucking. Oh, God damn it. Wes with his cat. That's right. Yeah. 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 I, well, I think it was just anything of, West, really. Honestly, is yeah, great. anything West in that regards. Him talking about his cat, and this freaking cat string cheese shit. That, that had <laughs> all string cheese. Yeah, uh, yeah. So <laughs> I recommend, like, if you can like work out some with some friends, like, hey, can you just like hop in and play some games with me and shit? Like, I recommend it. Like, or just hop in the party chat and talk to you because you need that. You need that energy burst. You need that guy that come off. You need that guy to come off that bench. And just kind of keep you keep you buzzing, keep you going, have a good time, because uh, it's hard. It's it, I mean it's a marathon for a reason. It's like yeah, it's playing video games, but I assure you, after about fourteen hours, you're kind of just tired of playing video games. But you're like Fuck, I still got ten more hours. Um, yeah. So yeah, we yeah these are just a lot of like these are like the, the biggest things we recommend. You know this is like I said, it's my eleventh year. So my this is Gable's tenth year. Uh, I've done it every year, but one one year I didn't make it, and I you know I was the guy falling asleep with the controller in my hand at four in the morning. Um, and so, yeah, and if you can't do it, you can't do it. Don't, you know, don't stress yourself out. Don't work yourself up. Uh, just cause you, you know, you're struggling. Um, I've done it like years past where I've done, I split it up across two days or even mm-hmm. like a good span of like nine or 10 hours, like after work. Yeah. I mean, if you got some people do it, like they do it like six hours, um, every, the, the break up over a month or two weeks, or they do it the next weekend. You don't have to do it on game day. You can do whatever you want. Um, you don't have to do it. Like I said, uh, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna keep talking about it, um, for the for the next you know at least the next month. Um, so yeah, uh, we do have to work out though when the fuck we're gonna record this podcast because uh, usually Saturday night is a recording time, so uh, we, yeah, we, we're gonna be a little busy on November fifth. But uh, yes, we are. Yeah, I'm I, I I'm just like the entire time Gables we've been talking about this, I've had chills because I love this day so much. Um, I love it because I mean it's a, it's a we have a good time get together and we're doing this really cool thing. Um, to help sick kids out, and um, we want—I want to help those big, beautiful kids out there. So, um, let's do it. Um, but, anyways, Gables, this is a video game podcast where we talk about video games. Um, mm-hmm. If you're liking this so far, please—if uh, you're watching us on YouTube or anywhere else—please like, follow, subscribe, uh, hit that five stars, ring the bell, whatever. Look in the description down below, like I said, and find the links to our Facebook, Twitter, uh, Twitch, YouTube. Excuse me, YouTube, um, App Podcast, Spotify, all those things. 
wherever you listen to podcasts, search for us there. Uh, click on those links down below. Follow us there. Um, whatever really you can do to help. We really, we really, really appreciate it. Um, so yeah. And like I said, I'm getting a new computer, uh, hopefully in the next couple of weeks. Um, and if all things work out with it, if it's as good as I think it is, um, with my budget, uh, maybe I'll do, uh, we can try to do some streaming here, um, for us and try to, you know, help us out a little bit more. So, uh, please, uh, if you're listening to us uh, on the audio side of things, or you just listen, you're watching us on YouTube and you're not subscribed, subscribe because, uh, hopefully you got some cool shit coming. Um, but anyways, Gables, let's get into some uh, video games. We're only 20, right. 20 minutes in, 25 minutes in. So let's do it. Yeah. Gables, we're getting another uh, um, PlayStation remaster, possibly remake. Mm. Um, so we've been seeing this a lot. It's been kind of a topic of discussion, um, really since the beginning of this generation. We've seen a lot of like um, PS5 updates with with games with upgrades, like Ghost of Tsushima got like a PS5 Death Stranding, got a PS5 update, stuff like that. Um, and they charge ten bucks for it. Whatever, I mean, it's ten bucks. I'm not going to be not going to be super bothered by it. Um, they are much better. We've also seen that the last of us part one remake. Um, so apparently going on right now is rumors are, and I'm going to go, I'm going to assume these, I mean, this is coming from, uh, MP first, who I've never personally never heard of before this originally broke the story, but several other leakers that have leaked a lot of things in the past have also kind of corroborated with this. Um, so this is coming from MP first. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to read through some of the stuff from the article. Our source um, didn't elaborate whether or not it, this was a built from the ground up style of remake, kind of like how Last of Us Part One was. Uh, however, we were told that the remake features uh, improved lighting system, um, ambient uh, occlusion, and such, overhauled textures and better animations with new character models to match those found in the sequel, Horizon Forbidden West. We were told that. There, I'm sorry. We were told there is a big focus on bringing the accessibility options that were introduced in the sequel. Um, two sources have verified that the project is indeed real, with a third giving some brief details that it may feature a form of co- uh, form of co-op. Uh, customization is said to uh, said to around the different tribes established in the Horizon franchise. However, we have not been able to verify that either that uh, nor the details on whether or not the online would feature any sort of co-op or PVP. So there's been some like the, the, with the, with the multiplayer stuff, there's been some um, discussion about this could be a standalone thing. Kind of how like we're seeing with like the last of us uh, faction stuff, or maybe this is like its own separate thing, or maybe this is like the thing they add to it to add. Um, if they say it's a remake, maybe not a bad idea to add this to it to, you know, to make it a little more uh, bearable for the $70. If it's assuming it's coming out for $70, um, I mean, Gables, uh, I said this to you on Sunday. It kind of just broke Sunday morning. I said this to you. Um, I'm kind of curious. Thing. It's been it's been about a week now. What's your thoughts on this? What's kind of interesting about this is I initially didn't know what to think about the news in that regard. So it was later collab- like, like corroborated by a bunch of other people that were more knowledgeable inside of them to know. And saying that this was something that was potentially down the pipeline and stuff for PlayStation in regards to what they're releasing also kind of ties into another news article thing that was kind of leaked out afterwards and stuff. But uh, in regards to my overall feelings, I mean, I think it's too early for a complete like remaster or something like that for Horizon Zero Dawn. As good of a game it is, 
you already have the similar game already available to play, like, say, on the PlayStation 5's platform. It's already been updated to the 60 frames and all this other, like, 4K stuff. It looks great, personally, in my opinion, even after, even though it came out 2017. Even though you can technically still play it on the PS5, and it is downloadable on the PS5, and it was actually one of those type of games I think I, I own on PS5 as well in regards because of the whole uh, instant collection thing I want to say I yeah it's I on know. the uh, the PS uh, PlayStation collection they get if you have a PS5 and you have PS Plus it's it's one of the 20 games on there I get why Sony would go forth and remaster Horizon Zero Dawn and wanting to re-release it I mean they've done it previously like with other games you have mentioned like the Ghost of Tsushima stuff the freaking like uh Last of Us Part 1, I mean, stuff yeah. like that, yes. I can understand they want to get a little bit more bang for their buck and stuff, but in terms of pricing, if they do an additional 70 stuff, I'm assuming it's going to be $70 because I'm not going to give Sony the benefit of the doubt of it being No, they're going to try 70 yeah. Yeah, that's that's the initial thing that's coming out where people are speculating that it will be a full price 70 But uh, as far as my personal interest in it, I don't really have too much interest in it because I have the physical form of physical and digital of Horizon Zero Dawn. I'm trying to play through some of that because it's taken me literally so long just to play through that game. I do not want to wait another couple of years before, before I want to play Forbidden West, for God's sake. And that's, yeah, that's just when essentially my opinion on it. It's like it we haven't seen it really in action i mean sony hasn't really gone through and showcased what it looks like during this remaster for all we know it could be maybe like another year out that yeah. they could try to re-release this or it could be like maybe i wouldn't say a couple of years i would say like maybe like another year or so but uh that's me speculating it by the way but at that point i really don't see the purpose of why we should why they are using resources in order to re-release it now other than the fact that hey it's another option for people that never played it before can go forth and play it on the ps5 even though that in and of itself is a flawed sort of point of view of it as well <laughs> yeah um yeah it's it's definitely weird it's kind of like i mean when the rumors came out last year for the last of us part one stuff i was initially like what the fuck are we doing um yeah, I mean, I bought it. I played through it. I loved it anyways. Right, uh, right. It's just like, yeah, like, Starfighter, but it's kind of an extension of that conversation as well. Where it's like, Starfighter way, it's like, it's a smart business move uh, because they're looking at it from the standpoint. It's like, a lot of people that buy that bought a PS5 didn't own a PS4. Or a lot of people, that, maybe they maybe they own a PS3, but they don't own a PS5. Whatever. Um, you know, it's smart to do that. Put it out better as usual better than it's ever been. And this new strategy we've been talking about with what Jim Ryan taking over PlayStation where um they've been doing a lot where like all their big IPs now are even though they're, even their non big IPs are getting TV shows and movies. Like Ghost Shima's getting a movie. Twisted Metal mm-hmm. is getting a Peacock show next year. Uh yep. we've already heard the rumors of like the uh Destruction Battle Royale the Destruction All Stars people are making the Twisted Metal game. Um, we'll see how the fuck that goes. Um, that game came out and died right away, but I mean, that I don't know, maybe that's a PlayStation issue, not a their issue. Uh, but so I wouldn't be shocked to hear that game come out right around the time that that show comes out. Um, I believe that's next year sometime. Um, right. you know, the last of the show is coming out early next year. 
So, I mean, we, we see that. I mean, it's a thing we go back to all, all the time. Witcher 3 came out 2015. One of the best-selling games of the year. The second best-selling year was in 2020 mm-hmm. when the TV show came out for Witcher on Netflix. Yep, absolutely. And we're seeing that right now with, with Cyberpunk is bigger now than ever. And not because they fixed it, because the Cyberpunk anime came out on Netflix this uh, last month. And more and more people invested time into it, and it's been updated to yeah. an extent where people kind of feel acceptable to actually go forth and buy it. <laughs> yes, and on top, I mean, and it's it's the streaming over a million people like during peak hours on stream on Steam, mm-hmm. and that's because it's not because of the updates. I mean, the updates definitely help, but the reason why the last month has been it's the most popular it's ever been is because of the anime. More yep. people are just getting their eyes on it, and like that's smart. So the way PlayStation's looking at this, like, okay, cool. Like they're buying Witcher three and Cyberpunk, you know, five years, two years later when it's twenty, thirty, forty bucks. What if we have an up to date version that is seventy bucks? And that's incredibly smart. And I get why they're doing that. Um are they burning some goodwill, maybe a little bit, like a shred? Some, some. yeah, not a lot. But are they burning some in the meantime while they're doing it for the hardcore, the more hardcore fans like us and other people? Yeah, but they're a business. And as much as we love these, these franchises or love these consoles, um, whether Nintendo, I mean, as much as we love uncle Phil, Phil Spencer, um, does he honestly actually care about us? Not really. No, none of these companies care. About does Nintendo, I mean, does Nintendo as much as we love, you know, like Miyamoto and Iwata and stuff like that, did they really actually care about us? No, not really. Um, Jim Ryan definitely doesn't care. And at least he doesn't <laughs> to hide the fact <laughs> that he doesn't care. Like that's, we had that's like kind of the most refreshing thing about it. He doesn't really hide his thoughts and feelings in yeah. regards to, well, for example, the whole competition from Call of Duty and everything else going towards Microsoft. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like in politics where like they always talk about like the dog whistle stuff where like, we're not saying the thing, but we're just saying a lot of words to say the th- without to say the thing without saying the thing. And right now, like Jim Ryan's saying that quiet part thing out loud, and not like he's not directly saying, "Yeah, we're just doing this because we know people are going to buy it and seventy bucks stuff like that." But it's like we just you're making it very obvious what we know what we're doing. And do I like it? No, of course not. No, I don't. Like, do I want a remake? I, Horizon Forbidden or not Horizon Horizon for Zero Dawn. Was my game of the year for 2017? It's one of my game of the generations. Um, I love this game. I replayed it back in January with the PS5 update that plays at 4K 60 on PS5. Mm-hmm. And it's fucking gorgeous. Um, but like, and Forbidden West though blew it out of the fucking water for how gorgeous. Like, and I've talked about. Excuse me. When I got a PS4 Pro, one of the first, the first new big game to come out on the PS4 was. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn and I've talked about it's one of the two big games that blew me away when I when I saw the graphics and the power of like HDR 4K and 60 frames per second there was that and Gears of War 5 on the Xbox series uh, or Xbox One X rather um, those two games blew me the fuck away and Forbidden West blew it out of the water and you're telling me hey we're gonna have Zero Dawn look like that cool sounds amazing Last of Us Part 1 is one of my five favorite games of all time. I love Zero Dawn. Not in the top 10. Probably not top 20. If 
But I'd make it, I mean, I don't know where it'd be. It'd probably it'd definitely be in the top, probably about the top 30, top 40, maybe. Yeah, sure, for sure. Um, but we're talking about like last part one, the 10 hour game, zero done, 30, 40 hour game. I beat that game twice. I put over 70 hours in that game. I love the game very much. Um, so, but the same thing. We're not the audience. But also, I think about part one, when last part one came out. The game came out in September. The show isn't coming out until early next year. True. And the argument is like, well, you're not the audience. Okay, cool. We keep talking about that TV show audience. The TV show isn't coming out for another few months, three, four, five, six months. Right. Who is the audience in for right now? Right now, the audience is us. It is me. I am that audience. It's, It's the people that... The, I don't know what the, the percentage is. I mean, I, I don't. I doubt it's a huge percentage. Um, now, if not, they had planned that out well, they would have had the TV show be out and stuff, and them releasing that game alongside the TV show being out well, because that's marketing sort of my, thing. My, my, show. my theory is that Last of Part Two, the PS5 update, not the not a remake, but like a the ten dollar upgrade thing. Uh-huh. My theory is that that comes out around the time the show comes out. So boom, boom, you got those two. Maybe they do like a dual pack thing for like hundred bucks. Boom, you got both games. That's not a bad deal, honestly. Uh, if you don't, have, if you never played either one, uh, but if you are someone that's just like like me, I, I own PS, I own Last of Us Part Two digitally. You want to charge me ten bucks to play with a, a PS Five upgrade? I'm game for it. Like I was there for, I bought Dust Training up, update up, upgrade. I bought the Ghost of Shima upgrade. No, I did not. I did not buy the Ghost of Shima upgrade. I bought that for uh, extra PlayStation Plus extra. Um, but you know, I, I bought the Uncharted um, Lost Legacy update for ten bucks. Um, so I'm there for it. I just replayed Uncharted four earlier this year with the PS5 upgrade. Um, and this comes out and it's it's a, just a ten dollar upgrade thing. What whatever, I don't care. I'll I'll probably I honestly ten bucks. I, I can swallow that. It's whatever. Um, I I spend that on shitty food every day at the gas station for lunch. Um, not every day, but like like six bucks a day. So, but I mean whatever. Uh, you understand what I'm saying. Um, like I like I said, I get it, and it's definitely one of those things where it's like, I don't love it because it's not for me. It's just one of those things. It's not for me. If it comes out. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. It's gonna, when it comes out, it's gonna be a big deal. It's gonna sell well, and like fuck us, because whatever. Um, uh, it's one. Of, it's just one of those weird. Like you're in the middle stage where it's like I understand why they're doing it. It makes. It's not. It's not a bone. It's not a dumb idea. Uh, but like, I've just been really weird. I've, I keep talking about this place in strategy where it's like, it feels like a very old school strategy where like they're tying in stuff with TV shows. But the difference is though, we're talking about high quality games for the most part here. We're talking about last of us. We're talking about horizon. Uh, mm-hmm. these are games that are considered, you know, like last of us are those games are considered one of the greatest games of all time. Horizon is considered one of the best games of 2017. Uh, one of the best games of the generation. Um, you know, like we're not talking about like, some uh, Transformers getting a Transformers movie in 2007. Um, you know, we're talking about great games getting uh, shows. Um, right. And, and that will work for them as long as they keep that. But it's like, then we're seeing the stuff with the mobile stuff. Like they're, 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 they're buying mobile studios and working, making mobile games. It's like, that's a very like 2000s esque move we're looking at. So, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know how it's going to work. Uh, as long as, Herman Holst did an interview um, last week. He talked about like their strategy of like you know they're they're doing live server stuff, which that concerns me more than anything. Honestly, than anything is like them being really big on like they said that over a dozen games, live service games are in development. Uh, but they said that they're still extremely focused on 
the single player games because let's face it the single player games is what's made playstation the last decade the last 15 yep. years going back to like uncharted one back in 2007 um those are the things that made that playstation like that's been the backbone of the playstation um is that's the thing that brought us to the consoles and it was like then that became like everybody bought playstations because that's what over xbox because of their of their strong ip single player games uh, so as long as they, there's a good balance between live service remakes and having really good top tier games like uh, single player games that we love then i'm you know i'm not i'm obviously i'll still be here buying the ps6 so uh but cables let's move on all right to cg product red essentially just gave us a 10-year plan uh um, yes, did so they talked about here, I, I took a lot of, IGN had a really good article here and kind of broke everything down. Uh, so the company's main studio comp, uh, comprising three development hubs in Poland uh, remains focused on uh, finishing the, the PS5 and Xbox uh, Series X versions of Witcher 3. Uh, that's supposed to be coming out this year. Um, the Phantom Liberty expansion coming to Cyberpunk 2077 and 2023. Uh, but next, after that, there are they are planning three Witcher games Um uh, for them, so from here, so next three games in development by okay. all belong in the Witcher series. Uh, two are in pre-production. The first is Sirius, the code name for a single and a multiplayer game made by the Boston studio Molasses Flood, who they just purchased last year. Also in pre-production is uh, these are like code names uh, Polaris, uh, the first game in the ne- the new uh, Witcher saga made by the core CG Product Red team. Next up is the most likely. Uh, next up is most likely. Because uh, like they have like a, a weird like picture, and like you couldn't really tell what's coming up, but so we're just all kind of going off uh, kind of what we're looking at the picture. Uh, most likely is Canis Majoris, a full fledged Witcher game, but separate from the new saga and made by an external studio. Uh, CD Projekt Red expects to follow uh, Polaris with two sequels in the space in the next sixty in in just six years. So no idea when that that when from the, when the first game comes out, no idea when that's going to come out. After that, they they plan on having the next two after that come out within six years. Uh, meanwhile, Orion, the next game in the Cyberpunk universe, will be made by a new CD Projekt Red studio in Boston, as well as a C, um, as well as uh, CD Projekt Red Vancouver. Uh, Hadar, Hadar, I believe H A D A R, Hadar, whatever. Uh, the new IP is the most distant prospect. CD Projekt Red is working on it, on setting uh, on the setting, but hasn't begun any actual kind of gameplay. Um, all these games will be made in, um, in Unreal, Unreal Engine 5. This is the first time that uh, CD Projekt Red has actually worked with a with external studios to help make these games. So, um, kind of the idea is they're going to they're going to make three Witcher games, a new IP, mm-hmm. and a Cyberpunk uh, sequel. Basically, all within the next the next ten years. That's very ambitious for them, considering mm-hmm. they just got off the stint where they spent ten years or more on side of just developing cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> but uh, my overall thoughts about this stuff, you know, it's like, yep, the Witcher stuff is fairly exciting because it not only confirms new games in that retrospect, but it also confirms more that, Hey, they're continuing on with the cyberpunk franchise in regards to what they want to do with them. I mean, there's multiple different directions they could take with that franchise as well. I mean, even after the whole popularity of the Netflix anime and stuff and the renewed interest in people wanting to play Cyberpunk 77, that's huge. Kind of similar to what Tyler was saying with the whole Witcher 3 aspect to where we're getting a PS5 and like an Xbox Series X slash S version of it 
releasing later on this year, which kind of makes me kind of wonder too if that's going to be one of those type of ten dollar upgrade things, or if it's going to be a full on, you know, buy like at full price because uh, CD Projekt Red has not elaborated upon that yet, to my well, as far as I know. But uh, in regards to this, man, it's like that's a good ten year stretch though. But it interesting to see them outsource, like outsource to different studios, try to get some more help, and then my hope is that since the whole CEO walked, you know, like basically just stepped down, basically is out of the picture and stuff, that they are going to be planned and focused upon getting all their different projects done. Hopefully, like in a timely kind of matter as timely as they can be barring whatever type of crap that goes on <laughs> but uh i'm fairly excited to see what they're going to do in the direction of witcher whether it's going to be like a supposed trilogy or if it's going to be just like two games and a side game but i'm more interested in seeing what they do with cyberpunk 20 like just cyberpunk franchise in general only because like i stated before there are multiple directions they could go to, like different areas around the United States, kind of similar to how Bethesda does with their Fallout series. But yeah, that's basically it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> appreciate you holding up there. I got our beer. I go pee really bad. Sorry. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting. I, I mean, it's it's a it's a bull tragedy. I think this definitely is like a. We're doing this for the shareholders because their stock has taken a big dive since Cyberpunk twenty seven mm-hmm. came out. Um, but it's also interesting because they've talked about a lot about fixing crunch because they've been like one of the worst case like the ones we know about um, as far as like crunch. And um, I've talked about it over and over again. We're not talking about just like oh, I'm working sixty hours a week or fifty hours a week. Like no, they're they're working eighty ninety hours probably a week. Um, yep. The crunch isn't just like oh they're working. 10 hour days and a Saturday. No, like we're, we're talking probably probably working 12 to 14 hours a day and then Saturday and probably Sunday. Um, so it's interesting that they, they said they've tried to fix a lot of that in the last couple of years. Um, and then they like, Hey, we're putting out six AAA games. Some of the biggest games ever um, over the, you know, over the next 10 years. Um, Unless they're outsourcing to a whole bunch of different yeah. studios. And that's I definitely mean, that's the, not going to be possible in 10 years for them. <laughs> yeah. And that's definitely the case we're here. Like, we're talking about like there are, they've, they have three like full fledged studios and they have one in Poland, one in Vancouver, and one in Boston. I think they're opening up another one as well. And then they have the, yeah. a couple of external studios working, helping out too. So, uh, Oh yeah. Molasses studio in Boston. Yeah. Um, yeah. If like, that's working out, and then also the switch to the Unreal Engine, which I, which um, from everything we've been hearing and they've talked about Unreal Engine five is that uh, it is it helps speed up the process and it's much easier to work with because you don't have to learn a bunch of new tools. That's um, good so to it's know. a lot easier. It's a lot easier to hire on uh, people for. So uh, that helps you think. So that's the biggest thing is like, how is that going to work with? Uh, yeah, I mean, you're talking about a lot here. I mean, this is in we're we're just in a different era now. Where you think about like, I man, think about like Naughty Dog. They put out. In a in a what a six year stretch, they put out three Uncharted games in Last of Us. Yes, and then they put out two games in PS4 era. Like, I don't, I, I you know, we're talking about like Santa Monica Studios putting out God of War next month, mm-hmm. and that's pr- a good chance. That's probably it for them for the rest of that generation. Um, Quintessentially, we, yeah. We hear about like a lot of these studios now internally have like they're expanding out to like two, three studio, like the two or three teams now. And they're putting out, they're all working on different projects and stuff like that. And like, 
that's kind of the world we're in now where it's like these games are bigger and like they look better they run better they they are bigger there's more content to them all that stuff um and we can't keep you know as fans we keep we expect that stuff from from these studios um and there's also got to be a give and take where they can't just keep you know we look at call of duty they're taking next year off because even with having a dozen studios working on on these fucking games like at a certain point you know the bubble's gonna burst and we look at ubisoft where you hear about like these Assassin's Creed games, they have like six, seven studios working on these games. Um, and so, like, even with having a couple of external studios and stuff like that, like, hey, yeah, like I said, you're, you're talking about six full-fledged. These are just like 12-hour story-driven games. These are 80, 90, 100-hour-plus games. You know, these are huge games. Like, the, the Assassin's Creed games, the last few, have kind of taken what's your strategy here. And it's kind of interesting. I'm just kind of curious how it's going to go. Um, and I just hope it goes well. Uh, I've never been like, uh, I, I dug my time with Witcher 2. Um, I did not really care for, I tried twice with Cyberpunk. Um, I tried it when it came, I bought it when it launched. I, I got my money back. Uh, I bought it again, um, at the beginning of this year and I played it after the PS5 update. I put like a good six, seven hours into it. And I'm like, meh, it's fine. Uh, it just didn't click for me and people love it. And Hey, it's working out for them. If you love it and you want those games, good for you. I hope. I hope that the quality sticks up and um, hope they treat the most importantly, I hope they treat the employees well. Cause I mean, it's the thing I talk about, like we, you know, we, we want more games. We want, we want these games to keep coming out at a good, good, good pace here. Um, and I don't want people to be miserable and suffer and leave this industry because they're miserable or they're overworked or they're treated like right. shit or they're underpaid. Like this is a, we love video games. And it's I, I I hate when people complain about. I'll always defend the developers on this, the employees. Uh, and as little people in the world, we should do the same because we don't want we don't like being treated like shit at work. No. Um, and you shouldn't like hey get the fuck over it type shit. Um, you know we shouldn't do it either just because they make video games that we play. Um, you know I always want them to be treated well. So if we can, if they can be treated well. And maybe we have to wait an extra year for these games to come out because they treat their employees well instead of making them work 80, 90, 100 hours a week. Um, then, fuck yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. it's just interesting. It's just kind of like, it's. I mean, we, we've seen um, we, uh, Bethesda do this with, uh, like they announced like the next like 15 years, like they're making a, um, uh, what the fuck's the game coming out next year for them? I'm blanking on the name. Starfield. Starfield, thank you. And then they're building Elder Scrolls Six, and then after that they're announcing Fallout, uh, the next Fallout game. It's like you just announced, like in 2018, you announced all these games, uh, those first two, and then last year they announced Fallout. It's like you're not gonna get the Fallout until like the 2030s. It's like, uh, <laughs> but essentially, I mean, they keep on taking that long to produce their game. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, they're not gonna even get the Elder Scrolls Six is probably gonna come out. Best case scenario, end of the generation. I don't know. Something Most, tells me they're not they're not going to be doing that long for Elder Scrolls Six's release. I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, speculation. Unless I mean, there's a they've been holding their team working on it. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we're just it's a different time. Where we don't see. I mean, like when some Insomniac did um, in 2020, uh, in 2021, putting out Ratchet and then also Spider Man Miles Morales in a six month span. And then a few months later, announcing Wolverine and Spider-Man coming out. We got Spider-Man coming next year, and Wolverine yep. coming out in 2024. 
Like, yep. She's like, that's unheard of. Um, so obviously they have a pretty big studio, but Gables. Yes. I think we, I, I want to talk about something we haven't talked about in a very long time. And that oh, is our yes. fantasy critic league team. Um, so I have here for, if you are a audio listener, uh, I highly recommend now's a good time to jump over to our YouTube channel here. I look in the, I, I put the time codes in there so you can click on the fan. You just click up fantasy critic there. You click on that. I'll take you right to it. Uh, you can see our fantasy critic league here that Gibbles and I, we started up at the beginning of the year. Um, we haven't talked about it in a long time. It's just because no. <laughs> the first like four months of the year was just craziness of games coming out. And then it kind of just died down until the last, like we've had a few games pop up here in the last month. Um, so I figured every couple of weeks here, maybe we just jump in and we do like an update here. So uh, we got going on here. As of right now, uh, we, we each get 32 games. Gables and I did a draft at the, at the beginning of the, at the beginning of the year yes, in January. Um, so Gables has no money left. So whatever he has left is what he, uh, cause we have to, we have to bid on uh, adding games to our, our teams. Um, it's kind of like, it's like fantasy football, but for, uh, um, Video games. Uh, anything over seventy. Like, so, if the, if the open critic score is over seventy, if it say it's a eighty, you get ten points. But if it's a sixty, you get minus ten points. So it's kind of yeah. well, it works off seventy. Uh, I still have some money left, but not a ton. Uh, but it doesn't really matter at this point. I could just bid do- uh, one dollar to add games at this point, and Gibbles can't do anything about it. Um, but as of right now, it is a it is um, me winning with two ninety nine to Gibbles two forty one. Um, but I have I've had twenty five games come out to Gables twenty, but I still have seven games coming to Gables eight, um, and the big key of that so Gables, Gables I always he, he is my Jason Giambi, uh, that is a baseball reference people don't know <laughs> Jason, Jason Giambi, um, he is one of the, he is the boomer bust of all boomer bust. That guy would have uh, you look at his box score he'd be one for five, with three strikeouts and a home run. Um, and that's, that's cables. He, when we do, when we do like, uh, bets or we do guesses or anything like that on E3 or anything like that. Um, he either comes up with the craziest ideas and like, what, where the fuck do you even think of that? Or he comes up with like crazy ideas. It's like, holy shit. He fucking knocked it out of the park. He, how did he nail that? <laughs> and that's Gables. Um, that is Gables in a nutshell. And, it's it's paid off a little bit. Uh, when we did the draft, we each drafted twenty games. Uh, I drafted everything. I drafted we already had dates, um, and they were coming out in like the next like few months. Gables swung for the fences on some of these. He, like he somebody took he took he had the first pick, so he took Elden Ring obviously ninety five. Um, yeah, do it's the highest rated game of the year. Um, also took Tears of the Kingdom, which we didn't know the name at the time. This is January right. we did this draft, so that's a zero. Gables took, yep. took the L on that one. Uh, but he also drafted God of War Ragnarok. That's coming next year or coming next month. Probably going to be the second highest rated game of the year. Um, so he took a lot of big swings. So Gables has uh, one, two, three, four games on here that uh, are got delayed. If you hear my birds in the background, I apologize. Uh, but he has four games coming out uh, that, are, that are coming out next year. So he's getting zero points for those. Uh, right. A couple games still not dated yet, though, coming out this year. Um, everything I took, you know, I'm just taking, I'm just bunting here. I'm taking, taking a couple, I'm taking a couple swings here, get some doubles, um, maybe a couple triples in here. Uh, but I took a lot of singles, you know, taking the easy singles here, some sack flies, you know, uh, we use a lot of baseball references here. Uh, so (laughs) 
Yeah, so like I pick like um, everything I drafted was like games that were coming out like beginning of the year, like Horizon Forbidden West, uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus, Grand Turismo Seven, Kirby's in the Forgotten Land. Uh, took a big L on Rainbow Six uh, Extraction. Only got two points for that. Dying Light Two, uh, Destiny Two, Wish Queen, which I kind of took as a jab at Gables. Ended up, it's also it ended up being my highest rated game of the year. Funny enough, <laughs> with eighty eight. Um, yeah, so like, I, like the only thing I took a swing on was Last of Us Part One because that was only a rumor. Eighty eight points, also. Um, so yeah, I got a lot of, I've, I've got a lot of games that got me like single digits and like some like low eight games. So, uh, but you know, I saved my my money and I've, I've I've hit I've hit some I've got some good swings in on the open market here. Uh, I, I I got like Xenoblade Chronicles three got me eighty eight. I got Immortality got me eighty eight. Uh, Return of the Monkey Island got me seventeen. Uh, stuff like that. So and Gables, you know, he took he, he did a really good job as well. Uh, with a lot of uh, the open market stuff, he got like Stray got him fourteen. Um, he got Neon White got him eighty nine. So Gables yep. has got the two highest rated games so far of the year on his team. The first initial batch of things that I bet upon have actually paid off in dividends. Stray, Neon White, Ollie Ollie World, and I think there was another game too. But at the same point, those initial batches is what's been that tied me yeah. over for quite a long while. Yeah, so like the free agent stuff, like the big stuff like you you bid on. Cuz like so every week we do like a you can like bid on games that are still open and you know whoever gets the high whoever bids the most gets them. We we each had $100. Um and Gables took a lot of gambles. Like I said, he he went way over on the bidding on a lot of times, but it worked out for him. Like I said, he got he got like Neon White, he got all the Outer world Got him 16 points. Moss Book 2 got him 14 points. Live Alive mm-hmm. got him 11 points. Um, you know, he uh, also... he oh, Another game he drafted as well. Um, Hellblade 2 uh, not coming out. Yeah. Probably not coming in 2024. So that's another L. It just hasn't officially been uh, given a, a said 2023 yet. So it's still right, on here. Right. But yeah, like... Um, took a couple L's though, Gables. You got like... You, you drafted like Nintendo Switch Sports and Trek Yomi. Each of those got you uh, one or two points. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's whatever. Like I, I got like weird West. I was really high on, got me five points, stuff like that. Um, so yeah. Uh, but I mean, we, we come back here to the top though. You can look at our upcoming releases. Gables has got a lot of big games coming out here. So we look at, yes, this is, I mean, Gables for the rest of the year has a Playtale Requiem, Sparks of Hope, um, uh, the three, God of War Ragnarok, uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. So he's got one, two, five. three, four, yeah, the big, probably the five <laughs> biggest games coming out the rest of the year. Gables has. Um, this is not like unintentional either. My focus was going through. I mean, yes, you were going through like and drafting stuff, like getting things, bidding on like just across the year. I was taking general, guaranteed points, and you were taking you're taking big swings. Not just big swings though, but I had to try to plan it out in the long term because when it became shaped into what initially was going to be the end of the year and stuff, I had to make bets like from the get go. Like when uh, Scarlet and Violet were first announced, I knew for thing I had to be all in on that one because mm-hmm. it's like those games, even though they get like say the last major releases like Sword and Shield and stuff got like what seventy eight or seventy nine or something like that, but still were like the highest one mm-hmm. of the highest selling Pokemon games of all time. And with Legends Arceus and stuff getting like uh, 80s, 84. I got 14 points of that, that one. main stuff. I had to make sure, even though I didn't get Arc like Arceus and stuff like that throughout the the drafting process or like the 
High Horizon Forbidden West and stuff, which Tyler got, got good grades, good points on those ones. Mm-hmm. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, well, that was key for me. Bayonetta 3, that was a no-brainer. The whole things was, I did take big swings with those guesses, but at the same time, Bayonetta 3's release date and also footage of it did eventually did get revealed during Nintendo Direct stuff. But uh, Plague Tale stuff, I know that Tyler very much enjoyed the last one. I know the first game was pretty good, mm-hmm. so I'm expecting the same with the sequel. And obviously, for everything else, I got War Ragnarok. That was the first initial thing where it's like, Tyler got Legends Arceus, and that set me up to what, well, I know what I got to do now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, it started off, Gables took Elden Ring, number one. I took yep. Forbidden West, number two. Gables took Tears of the Kingdom, number three. I took Legends Arceus, number four. Gables took Ragnarok number five. The yeah. fact that you left Ragnarok that open and that essentially could have just won me yeah. to you. Yeah, I mean, it would have right guaranteed. Like, I have a sixty point lead right now, but it'll probably that would have guaranteed me. Like, if we could have we swap you, you swap that for like a five point game to and like that's probably gonna be like a a low nineties game. Yeah, like uh, that would have guaranteed me that would that would been a clincher right there, but. The biggest surprise, though, that that whole entire process was how well Elden Ring did. Because I went in, drafted Elden Ring, not because of just hype, was, but because of when I was going through seeing people's impressions from the beta, all the various stuff, it was glowing. Yeah, There was hardly anybody that was actually crying or complaining about the whole initial of that gameplay. And that got me kind of, like, excited up, drafted that first. I yeah. thought it was going to be maybe, like, mid to late 80s at most near that i did not know this thing would evolve itself to one of the best selling games not only of the year but quite possibly is one of those games of the generation type of games yeah i'm i i I thought it would be one of the highest rated games of the year but it was just like it was it was a double whammy of like it was coming out in february and it was also one of the most anticipated games ever so it was like these these type of big games don't come around super often maybe get one you might some years you get two like this year we're getting God of War and Elden Ring. Some years you might go a couple years without any. So, um, my, the big did, thing is, go ahead. What, what I saying? also didn't anticipate having the that I didn't anticipate playing that game for an entire month. <laughs> yeah, true. So I mean, like Gables is really I mean of the eight games he has not to release, he has God of War Ragnarok, Plague Tale Requiem, uh, Hollow Knight Silk Song, which I'm pretty sure we could probably just bump to 2023 at this point. Um, probably. Uh, Bayonetta 3, um, River City Girls, which apparently is releasing this year, but yet yeah. they have not done they... anything in regards to the release date. They just keep saying coming soon. Yeah, so I don't know. Uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, uh, Hellblade Live, as, as I said, and Sparks of Hope. So those five games I talked about, that's pretty much it. He has eight games that officially with no, like, we don't know for sure if they've been delayed or not. But we'll just, we'll just assume those five. I have a 60-point lead right now. I just got to be able to survive. If I could survive that um, with my seven games still coming out this year, uh, luckily for me, my seven games all have release dates. Um, but I'm not expecting a lot from them. I got Modern Warfare 2, which I'm not expecting a lot from. Marvel Midnight Suns, I'm not expecting a lot from them. I'm like, I'm expecting, like, Marvel Warfare 2, I'm expecting like mid to high 70s. Midnight Suns, I'm expecting like low to mid 70s. Devil in Me, that's a Dark Pictures anthology game. I'm expecting mid 70s. Uh, Gotham Knights. The, Go ahead. The thing 
that has not happened at all this year that I thought would have happened by now is one of us having drafted the game or gotten a game and stuff, and it's just completely under 70, losing yeah. points. Well, I had Saints Row. You had Saints Row. I dropped it. I dropped you it. You dropped frankly. it before the initial things were Yeah, because so, that was a 66, <laughs> so that would have lost me points. Um, but, yeah, like I have like Gotham Knights here, which I'm expecting mid to low 70s. Um, Somerville, which doesn't have a date yet. That's like my one last, like I'll drop, like rip cord, uh, pull, you know, whatever parachute, whatever, you know, worst case scenario thing. Um, if that comes out though, I'm expecting high points for that, but I don't think it's, it's coming, but I'm going to hold on. Uh, Callisto protocol, which, so I have Callisto protocol here and Pentiment as my last two. Um, those are wild cards. Those are wild. I, I could see Pentiment. It's the obsidian game. I can see. Anywhere in the seventies, I could see mid eighties. Like you look at like Kirby and the Forgotten Land when I drafted that sixth overall, seventh, eighth overall. Wait, yeah, eighth overall. I wasn't expecting much from that. It ended up being an eighty-five. I mean, that blew me out of the water. Um, same with like Grand Trivial Seven. I drafted sixth overall. I guess seventeen points. Um, so yeah, um, I, those you know, closer protocol. I I wouldn't be shocked if it's in the eighties. I wouldn't be shocked if it's the high 70s. The one Pit? you need to worry about is Midnight Suns because I do not personally, I could see it going through the 70s, but I could also see it going for like the mid to late 60s. I don't think, I, I think just like Pokemon games and like, like Madden and shit like that, there's just certain IPs that have like a floor, unless they're just dreadful bad. And I don't think Midnight Suns is going to be dreadfully bad. I think it's just going to be mediocre. I think that the worst case scenario is just mediocre and it's going to come out and it's going to be like a 72. I don't think it'll be points. I I feel like everybody's going to start at seven for that and it'll just go a couple points up from there. And that's kind of what I'm guessing. So I'm just taking the guaranteed points. I dropped AEW Fight Forever for that because I'm like, I don't think Fight Forever is coming and Midnight Suns will be probably, I mean, worst case scenario for me, it's like two, three points. Best case, maybe it's like 10. So I don't know. But yeah, that is um, an update from us. So I mean, I'll do an update here in a couple of weeks because we got, like I said, I'll probably do one um, probably end of October, early November because uh, we have one, two, three, four, five games coming out in October for us. Uh, and then maybe after that, we'll do like another one. Probably do one at the, at the end or beginning of every month here on out. Uh, we'll do like at the end of the year, we'll do like the final full, like here's the final report from us. But uh, yeah, I just figured it's been it's been a long time since Gables and I have done an up an, like, an update on that. So uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, pretty cool, pretty cool. I uh, hit the wrong button here. I'll go back. All right, but Gables, let's move on to some other news this week. All right, let's talk about a couple cool things here. Uh, we got oh, one second. I'm doing some time turn type at the same time. We got a new Dead Space trailer. We got the full. We finally got a full like. Um, like a two and a half minute long trailer. Uh, got some gameplay stuff in it. Not a lot of gameplay. Um, but, uh, I don't know. looks like Dead Space Cables. What's your thoughts on this thing? Absolutely. It does look like Dead Space. It looks pretty good. I mean, they did rework a bunch of the stuff that looks like from the initial action trailer that we got. So I'm fairly curious to see how well it does when it does release in late January. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it's January 27th. Uh, mm. It looks fantastic. Looks gory as fuck as ever. 
you know, it's a remake of the Dead Space one that um, I loved back when I, I remember renting it on a. Uh, Justin bought it on a whim, like 2008, I believe, was when it came out, and told me it was really good. And I rented. Remember, uh, there used to be this uh, place called Movie Gallery, right? Uh, just actually right next to where I live now, but it was right down the street from mm-hmm. me where I used to live. The time I walked up there and rented it on a whim and fucking adored it. And I love Dead Space 2 and Dead Space 3. A fun game, a bad Dead Space game, but a fun game nonetheless. Um, and yeah, like I watched the trailer. I'm like, okay, I know where this bot, this like this tentacle guy is leading. I know these fights. I know these areas. I remember these areas pretty well. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm all for um just this remake we're just being spoiled we got Callisto protocol next month we got that uh like six seven weeks later um we got resident evil 4 in march so um great stuff i just wish that you know we had um one of these games coming in october obviously you know games get delayed it's whatever so you know i'd rather be be you know come out late and be good than be in october and be bad uh but man if I, we can get Callisto like right now or, you know, Dead Space now instead of like December and January, it'd be fucking perfect because I am jonesing for a good horror game. Um, but Gabe was also, we got a trailer for a big week for EA here. Yeah, we got, the, we, got, we got the Need for Speed Unbound trailer. Uh, we both watched it. Um, what, what was your thoughts on it? To be perfectly honest with you, I didn't have too much excitement for it. It does look colorful in some aspects of it. I kind of... I'm interested in seeing what direction they're going to go with the initial maybe aesthetics of it. I mean, the gameplay of it, we only saw maybe like a few seconds at best. But at the same point, you know, it's the last Need for Speed game did not do fairly well for them. Was it like Need yeah. for Speed Heat? Um, sure. We'll go with that. Because I knew they did like a remaster for like Hot Pursuit. Well, this so this is a um, Criterion is making this. Okay, Criterion is making this. So you have some pedigree for for Paradise people. Yeah. Yeah, but it's very weird because they're they're hyping that up, but also they hyped it up years ago. I believe it was Ghost Games was making the old old Newsbeat games, the previous ones. And they took a lot of the the Criterion people over there to help make these games. So how many people from Criterion are still around from the peak of Burnout and Need for Speed? Who knows? But at the yeah. same time, I don't have too much expectations for it, only because I don't generally play a lot of the Need for Speed stuff. But from yeah. the looks of it, it looks like it's okay, but I still need to see more of it. Yeah, I, I love the art style. It's very much like Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Um, this comes out and it gets like, I, I guess we, we both have Game Pass. Uh, and Gables, yeah. what do we call Game Pass? Oh, one of the best deals in gaming. Not one of the best deal in gamings. You goddamn right, Gables. Um... <laughs> And we should at least get like a 10 hour thing to play the game. So uh, I'm at least interested enough. Come on December 2nd, by the way. Um, I'm at least interested enough just based off the uh, art style alone to check it out. uh, Because I loved it. I love that anime style. Uh, They got, um, I've been informed it is ASAP Rocky is the name of the rapper. That is the music. And like, I believe he's in the game as well. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't really know who that is, but uh, I heard someone say ASAP Rocky. And uh, they got laughed out of the building. So uh, I just want to make sure I got that right. ASAP Rocky. Uh, but I, I don't know. Like, I, you know, we, we, hit, we were alive during the peak. We were, we were teenagers in the peak of the Need for Speed era with like Underground and shit like that. And like Most Wanted. Yeah. The first Most Wanted. Um, 
And like I don't know, man. Like man, I just, I just wanted to get get back to those days because a really cool um, street racing game would be fucking awesome. Like Forza Horizon well, has I been agree, amazing, yes. and they've done a decent job of like kind of integrating Forza Horizon has with like um, a simulation racer, but also like an arcade street racer. But like, man, if we can just, just you know what, we we you guys remade, you did a remake for Burnout Paradise. Can we just get a remake of fucking Need for Speed Underground and I would be fucking happy. And give me, just make sure you have Rob Zombie's Blacktop rolling in there. Uh, and that's all I ask. That's all I ask. And then um, little John, these side boys to the window to the wall in there as well. Because <laughs> uh, just those two songs and then Need for Speed Underground remade. Boom. 70 bucks. I'm in. Uh, but also, Gables, Redfall might be coming in March. So a couple people have been leaking this. They've been pretty good in the past about leaking dates uh, for this. This is the uh, Arcane Studio, people. I, I, I totally I, I spaced it for a second there, but I got it back. Mm-hmm. Um, Arcane Austin. They, I believe they made the Prey games. This is the uh, game that they revealed last E3 in 2021. And based off the CGI trailer, it looked like a Left 4 Dead vampire game. And then like, it's right. not a fucking Left 4 Dead vampire game, guys. Fucking stop doing that. And then we got gameplay back in uh, uh, um, during Summer Game Fest this year. And it looked like a Left 4 Dead uh, vampire game. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, it was supposed to come out this this summer. It got delayed to first half of 2023 along with uh, Starfield. Um, but apparently it's coming out in March. I don't know. I mean, coming to Game Pass. But apparently there's also been some part of the leaks and rumors here. It looks like it's going to be like if you pre-order the game, uh, you get to play it like, like a week early. Uh, but it'll also become the Game Pass. So if you wanted to get the best deal in gaming, you could just wait for Game Pass. I don't know. I mean, are, are you? is this the game that's tickling any of your fancies? Honestly, I didn't really... I didn't have really too much interest in it to begin with in that regards. I mean, there are, there are definitely some gameplay stuff that I did see that looks interesting, but at the same time, I was with... Sort of like how most other people kind of viewed it, which was basically a Left 4 Dead style game with vampires. It's not a fucking <laughs> Left 4 hey, Dead vampire game, Dead. guys. I mean, Left 4 Dead's great and all. You yeah. know? I mean, I like like the first one, especially because of all the fun stuff I went through in that. But at the same point, you know, I don't really feel like I've seen enough improvements of it to justify me wanting to play it currently. I mean, that would all change if it's like, say, if it's actually one of the best games of the year and it's like I can actually play with other people on game pass and do all the other shit, mm-hmm. you know, it's, that would be pretty awesome, but I don't have too high of expectations for Redfall. Yeah. And we've also seen the, even though it's not a fucking left for dead game, uh, we've, we've, we've seen a big explosion of those type of games the last few years. Uh, Absolutely. even the turtle rock studios, the people that made left for dead, uh, what was that game called? The fucking e- the... what evolve. No, the game they put out last year that I actually really liked, but it was just um, I made you play oh, it in actual life. Blood, That's, something you got back for blood. Back for blood. Thank you. God damn. There you go. Um, I really liked the game. It's just the, the single player shit sucked. Um, I've heard next to nothing about that game since it launched. Yeah, I know. I made you play in actual life, and we just were like, we're not having yes. a good time, and that was pretty much it. Uh, no, because the since. archaic structure of the damn game was not that great. <laughs> No, we did not. We did not have a good time, um, but uh, I don't know. I, I, it's coming to Game Pass, so I'll check it out at the very least. Um, but also, Gabe, uh, I called you Gabe, and I don't like it. Not a big fan of that. Ugh, that's gross. <laughs> Gables, 
Um, this is a game you might be interested. Coming October 13th, this Thursday. Pilot Wing 64 coming to Nintendo hey. Switch Online Expansion Pack. Honestly, it's one of those games where I've never played before. Pilot what? Wing 64. Yeah. Pilot Wing 64. It's one of the first N64 games, right? I was of the crew where I didn't play that game back in the day because I knew next to nothing about it. But yeah, what's kind of hilarious about it is I've played plenty of N64 games, but coming into this year, there were a slew I never have. F-Zero X was one. Pilot Wing 64 is another. So <laughs> that's definitely something I do look forward to trying out come this Thursday when it does release. But hey, you know what? <laughs> it is what it is, though. If it's like with my experience with past Pilot Wing games, I'm probably going to play maybe for a few minutes and give it a chance, but maybe like just put on the back burner. Who knows? I'm upset to give us, when, I, when I got a 64, I had three games for 64. I had Star yeah. Fox. I had Star Fox. I had Pilot Wing 64. Mm-hmm. And I had Madden. That's all I had. Yeah. Um, the three games I had, the first initially with the 64 was Mario 64, Mario Kart 64, and WCW NWO Revenge. <laughs> Why you always got one up me, Gables? <laughs> that wasn't intentional, but still. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh. right, speaking of one-upping, Pokemon Splatfest coming November 11th through the 13th. Um, oh, fuck, yes. I'm, so, I'm really mad at you about that, Gables. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> coming... <laughs> of all things. It was a good game. I enjoyed the fuck out of it when I was a kid. I was like, I was like seven. I didn't know any you. better. Don't, you better fucking not. Uh, what have I been, what have I been wrong? <laughs> Except for like the 19 times, at least on this podcast alone, that I've been wrong. I've never been wrong. Um, don't <laughs> think about it too hard. Don't 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 do that. Um, so there's a Pokemon Splatfest coming uh, next month. There's gonna be a, a green fire. Green fire. What the fuck am I talking about? Green fire. Green fire. Green fire. What is this? Well, fucking some weird uh, uh, Captain Planet yeah, shit. Street Fighter PS. Like, yeah. Um, like, there is a. Uh, a red, green, blue thing going here. We got a water, uh, grass, and fire type Pokemon Splatfest coming uh, November 11th through the 13th. That is the weekend um, for the the launch of the new Pokemon game Scarlet and Violet coming on November 18th. Um, that's cool. I, we talked about this initially when they announced the three-way Splatfest thing. I just mm-hmm. hope that they fix the issue with the tricolor thing they're doing because uh, it was impossible to get into a game. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm excited. The only, my, my only one complaint, and it's, it's, a, it's, it's, I know it's, it's, it's a niche thing here. I wish it was a week before. I get why they're doing it that weekend. It's a week before. Yes. Pokemon. I wish it was a week before that though. November 6th through the 8th or 5th through the 8th, whatever the fuck it is. Um, extra life weekend. Cause to be fucking perfect. Oh my Spot God. Faster, extra life. That would have been fucking amazing. Uh, yeah, so it would but, have been amazing if that was for an extra life. I mean, hell, I'd be probably playing that most of the day. Yeah, we just do 24 hours of Splatfest. Um, and we both pick fire type, right, Gables? Right, Gables? Well, yeah, fire type is my one of my favorite types, so yeah. <laughs> fucking better be. I, mean, I would, we would, and I would fire you. I don't know if I can I fire you, or am I allowed to fire you? I don't know. <laughs> we both, we're 50 50 on this. I don't really know. Yeah, um, shit. 
can I, can I fire him? I don't know. I would just quit my own, I quit the podcast, start my own podcast. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't know what to do without you. Though, so don't quit. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. I'm excited. I think this is cool. I like the fact you're doing this. Uh, I'm, I'm excited. The only downside is this comes out during God of War weekend. So I don't yeah. know if I'm going to be able to participate. So it's probably going to be just me trying to play this Splatfest. <laughs> Gables, it might just be only you in the entire Splatfest. Uh, probably. probably. Yeah. It's like, it's just you and there's like seven people on here and that's it. Um, it's just Japan and you. Uh, I don't know. But uh, Gables, another really exciting thing for you. Coming January 19th. You didn't. I, I'm shocked you didn't know this until I told you. Persona 3 and 4 coming to Game Pass, PS4, and well, 5, whatever. Uh, and Switch as well. PC is also, if it's not on there. Persona 3 and 4, January 19th. Dude, that's amazing. I didn't think it would be relatively that soon, but uh, this month we're getting the re-releases of like Persona 5 Royal for the uh, multiple platforms, including the Switch. And honestly, things are getting a bit more exciting, not just with Game Pass, not just with Switch and stuff, but also in regards to all the other consoles as well, though. But January, man, that's really soon. That yeah. is really soon, like, at least a couple, three months away. Yeah. I'm, I'm shocked that like they're doing Persona 5 uh, Royale on its own. It's coming October 21st. And then they're just putting out three and four in January on the same day. I, feel, I thought they were like, they're going to do like five, four, three and like space them out. So that's what I thought initially too. So my biggest, my biggest question is when it does release the January release for both four and three, I'm kind of wondering how both of them will look. That's the biggest thing. Cause we haven't seen too much of gameplay from those initial ports probably just be the pc ports probably which i was i might as much at the top uh, with the, the horizon thing it'd be hilarious if they just did the pc port of the the of the horizon zero dawn to ps5 <laughs> I, I think it'd be funny they did the pc port the 50 dollars pc port and charge us 70 dollars on ps5 i think it'd be really funny honestly i respect them if they did that i wouldn't even be mad I'm like you know what good game i don't know, I don't know. i'm happy for you gables i'm happy for you um, but Gables, let's move on here to what we've been playing. Um, I have not played much of anything. I've been playing more Splatoon 3. I can't get over how good Splatoon 3 is. I don't know why. I just I love know, it so right? fucking much. <laughs> I just love it so goddamn much. It is so good. And I'm not going to lie to you, Gables. I don't like the single player. Oh, okay. I, I didn't care for it. I got like midway through Act 2. I don't like the the you need... Uh, points to unlock to like to break up the fucking shit Dude. to yeah. open more areas and then like I and this is like I remember Dragon Age Inquisition did something similar um, where you needed like to do side quests and main quests to like unlock the next areas of games and I didn't like that either and that's just a, it's a me thing I don't like that mechanism uh, and honestly I just don't really I, didn't, I don't really care for it. I don't like I don't know like I like the boss fights. I just don't want to do all the other shit to get there. Maybe I'll just like mainline it. I don't know. Maybe it was like extra life. I'll just like sit down. I'll just like mainline that shit. But uh, I just keep going back to multiplayer. Uh, I fucking adore well, the I don't multiplayer blame you for doing that. Yeah, I just keep going back. I I, I use the double XP. Uh, I had the XP where your teammates get double XP. And I just did the the cash thing where all your teammates get double XP or double cash. Um, 
I'm having a great fucking time. I just can't get over. It. I'm I'm trying out different weapons. I just started using the roller for the first time. Um, that's pretty go. fun. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just I just it, the one more game mentality because there's like you can just jump into a game. Yeah, especially when you go into turf war and just do like a whole bunch of random shit and stuff with that. You know, it's definitely fun as hell to try to play inside those flo- inside those freaking turf war matches and stuff and try to get whatever you can using different weapons, ink brushes, rollers, yeah. and stuff like. Yeah, it's so fun just to do that stuff. So goddamn good. I just, I don't know why. I don't know why two, two just didn't click with me, but three is, and I'm having a great fucking time. Uh, well, considering more... it's like it was like 2017 with Splatoon two did come out, yeah. it not surprised me. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I love Splatoon one though, and then two just didn't. I just didn't like two that much, and that three is doing it for me. I don't know. Maybe it's just having an eight year gap instead of a three year gap is doing it for me. I don't know. Um, play more Madden. Um, Cables did the unthinkable. Now what's that? So I'm pretty pissed. I finished up my first season a couple weeks ago. Um, uh-huh. With with uh, with my, my, my franchise mode, Aaron yep. Rodgers retired after one fucking season. I was pissed. <laughs> pissed. <laughs> so one season. Mad. One season. I was so fucking mad. Um, oh. Jordan Love. He's like a seventy or a sixty-nine or something like that. Nice. Uh, in my mat in, in Madden franchise. And uh, I, what I do is I, I play a game, and then once it's like, uh, I, I play Aaron Rodgers. Um, I'm really good at Madden. People don't know. I, I mean, I'm not even bragging. I just I play. You, you play 300 hours a year for 25 years. You eventually get good at a game, you know. Um, and once like I play the first like half, maybe two and a half quarters with Aaron Rodgers, and then I put mm-hmm. Jordan Love in, and I just like just play with Jordan Love, try to like give him some XP and shit like that, and just play with him, get used to him. It's 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 fun to, to get used to, you know to play with different quarterbacks because like Aaron Rodgers has just been a cheat code. I've had, I've had a cheat code with Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers my entire life playing bad, so it's kind of fun playing with a quarterback that isn't like a ninety five overall. Um, so he retired for one year, but I'm like, well, Jordan Love, not quite ready to be, you know, QB one. Right. There was a free agent QB. Uh huh. Sitting there ready to go. 93 yep. overall. 46-year-old Tom Brady. Uh-huh. I signed Tom Brady. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's going pretty good. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, so I'm playing as Tom Brady. I've never played Tom Brady before uh, in Madden. It's uh, it's interesting. Um, so I'm having a good time with that. It's definitely been weird because I definitely do like an air raid offense where I'm just fucking chucking 50-yard bombs a lot. Uh, I threw a lot of picks the first couple of games. I threw eight picks in the first two games, but I threw eleven touchdowns as well. Um, relearning how to play, like I've just never, I've always, been, I've been spoiled, like I said, by Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers, of like they've been, they just throw, they could throw bombs. Uh, when you have a forty-six-year-old quarterback, doesn't throw bombs very well. There's a lot of interceptions, so it's been kind of fun playing as him and like just nickel and diamond. You know, you, you do a lot of, you know, quick three-step drop. Uh, you know, slant routes, out right. routes, shit like that. You can't, you know, medium. You got the intermediate and short range game. So that's been really fun. I it's been a long time since I've had to like change up the way I play Madden. Uh, playing as Tom Brady. So yeah, that's all I'm playing. I'm really just kind of like I'm in that weird spot where I don't want to start anything because like the onslaught is coming next week. Gables for gaming. Yep. Uh, Scorn comes out on Friday, which I don't know if I'm going to be interested in that game, but. 
I at least it's Game Pass, isn't it? It's coming to Game Pass, yeah. So it's coming out on Friday. Um but like you know, like I said, like scrolls coming Friday, I'm at least gonna give I'm at least wanna try it out next weekend. Um but then after that it's like you got Plague Tale, Mario Plus Rabbids, yep. Gotham Knights, yep. um, Resident Evil, uh you got God of War, Pokemon, Close to Protocol. Final Fantasy Reunion? Yeah, Crisis Core. Crisis Core, yeah. Like, there's just, like, next week starts the beginning of, like, I could do a really good top 10 list, potentially, just from October, November, December alone for the game of the year. (laughs) I I was thinking about this here. I was thinking about this here today, Gables. If you made me do a top 10 list of just May through June and then July through December... I could probably make you a pretty good top ten list from each from each six month period. So, right, um, yeah, I'm just kind of like it's just that you. I'm just like sitting around waiting because I don't want to like start anything. Like I'm like, oh, I have these games that I want to check out. I'm like, ah, like got extra life coming, and also nine hundred games coming in the next fucking two months. Why do that to myself? Uh, but Gables, you got you got PlayStation. You 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 kind of teased at the beginning. PlayStation Plus Extra, you get yes. it. I looked at your trophies. I see what you're playing. I see what you did. (laughs) Let's talk about it. All right. So quintessentially, the main game that I had been playing was Stray. Fucking right, doggy dog. Sorry, I'm really excited about this. I wanted to try out Stray because, for one, not only did I draft it in terms of the fantasy critic stuff, but I also wanted to play it because it was a good game that people have been talking about and stuff. So Me? me I talked about this game. Yeah. Yes, you did. You did talk about it and stuff, and it was fairly enjoyable, you know? It's like five and a half, six hours at most. I think I spent playing Stray. I did get like about 75% of that little B12 memories and stuff. But uh, I decided really to take my time trying to go through stuff. I didn't really test upon like collecting everything because I went to the mentality. It's like, you know what? I'm probably going to be playing through this game again sometime this point. Maybe not for another year or so, but... Basically, what I went through and did is, like, I just went through just screwed around a bunch as the cat and stuff, the orange cat, just, like, knocking shit off of counters, like, going through jumping on the friggin' bellies of, like, uh, robots and stuff. How, and like How uh, satisfying was it knocking things over, Gables? It was actually pretty hilarious. Uh, it was <laughs> like oh, going so satisfying. Through, and also, also, like, sharpening your claws on oh, and, yeah. like, doing all this other yeah, rugs and stuff. What was hilarious, though, is like uh, seeing robots' reactions every time I would just go through just randomly meowing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did was... you did you try to play was it chess or something with the with with the robots at one point? Was it Mojang or something? Oh like yeah, it was yeah. chess, right? And you could just jump into the center of the board, and all the pieces fly everywhere. Knock all the pieces off. <laughs> it's so great. I I love this game. It's so good. I loved it to where it's like immediately as soon as I jump on the table and stuff like that, and all the pieces start. I was like. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, it's great. Yeah. Just, yeah. Like you find the TV, you just change the channel on the robots. It's great times. All the platforming stuff, you know, all the kind of parkour stuff you're doing as the cat, you know, parkour. it's fairly enjoyable. You know, it was one of those experiences to where I felt like it lasted long enough to be a complete game. You know, it was if I could play it through over again, I probably would probably finish it possibly another th- maybe three, three and a half hours tops without having to collect a lot of stuff. But uh, 
throughout my whole experience, though, I had a fairly positive one. Not only just the cap, but learning a little bit more about the overworld stuff and also getting towards the end portions of the game. And then that finished the way that game finished off and stuff. Kind of bittersweet from what it was. But uh, they kind of left the realms of possibility of like maybe being another game in regards to being stray, personally. But uh, that's what I initially got from that final cutscene. But at that same point, you know, it was just basically like a fun experience all the way around. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, another game that I was playing a little bit of, which was kind of hilarious in and of itself. I saw this. I saw this. <laughs> why are you doing this to me, Gables? <laughs> and that's why initially I did it to begin with. It was like, you know what? You know, Tyler's been talking a lot about this game over the past couple of years, so it's let's like, go forth and give it a I, shot. Before you, before you say it, it's like it's like when like an ex starts just posting a bunch of pictures online, and like like right after the breakup, and like them posting nah. all this cool shit that they're doing, or they're hanging out with the new person, you know, and it's yeah. like, you're like they're like, the fuck is this person? You know, it's like you start ooh. They're, they're just they're kind of like stabbing you with a fork, you know. It's like, fuck you, motherfucker. Fuck you. And I saw that trophy. I saw the tro- I saw the trophies, Gables. And I'm like, man, Gables is fucking with me right now. He's trying to. Make, you know, he's doing this to hurt me, and that's the only reason why he's doing this to me. Go ahead, and talk about. It. Well, not the entire reason though. I was actually kind of curious about it, so I decided to download and started playing Death Stranding on the PS5. You know, the PS5 versions of it because of the upgrades and the improvements of it. I went through the prologue and also of chapter one, the full entirety of that. I have to agree that the story is kind of interesting in some regards because mm-hmm. of like not only being open ended and stuff, but yet the cutscenes are masterful, obviously. The whole introduction and kind of like uh, the whole mysteriousness of what's going on and stuff. I mean, it's a Hideo Kojima game. I know what I'm getting myself into. It's going to be some crazy, bizarre <laughs> shit that's being yes. plastered everywhere. It's going to be you doing all sorts of various crazy like crazy like crap that you're not going to understand at first but once everything gets revealed and stuff it's going to be pieced together bit by bit it's basically going to take another like documentary just to go forth and explain what happened inside that game in its entirety but uh i will say this is definitely an experience all right to where it's you're going through you're delivering stuff especially after that first (laughs) the the whole aspect of the first chapter and stuff where yeah there's going to be some spoilers inside this too i'm and quite honestly skip ahead maybe like another couple minutes afterwards but uh yeah once uh the character's mother dies and stuff and you have to carry her on your back and stuff and having to go terrain there's different routes you can choose there's like one to the mountains there's like one through this and one like for another side and stuff it was hilarious though i went through this one round the far side and stuff there were some ladders going up and down some tow ropes and stuff like from other players that have put stuff there but what was more hilarious about it is I came to a dead end, and so I went through and I had to tr- backtrack all the way around and to go to the opposite way to where I saw more like ladders and like ropes and stuff for me to go through and do. But then came this one impasse and stuff to where I had to cross this long river. I mean, not like, say, a couple of steps. I mean, I had to go all the way across, and then when I tried going... All the way across the stamina meter for Norman Reedus started dwindling down, and when it finally got... I basically realized I can't cross through like half 
half this river. I had to backtrack back, and then I lost the package inside yep. the water as it's drifting away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I grabbed that quickly and went back and got my stamina back so I can do it a bit differently. I'm like, well, balancing stuff, carrying the packages, this and that. At that point, I had been able to deliver a bunch of the packages unharmed, this and that. But, uh, yeah, that was <laughs> that was an experience of itself to where it's like that frustrating moment to where... Oh God, yeah, I gotta keep. I'm gonna lose my shit. So, yeah, basically, and I'll be back in just one moment. Okay. I don't like the fact that Gables is playing this game to hurt me. You know, um, you know, like I don't like the fact that Gables is saying glowing things about this game. It's a bad game. Um, will I replay this game? Go back to this game in January? Most definitely. Uh, for some reason, every January. I go back to this game and I play it for X amount of hours. I plow through a few more chapters. I'm pretty close. I think I'm like chapter like 14 or 15. Like I think I got like, uh, I remember I talking to my, my best friend, Justin. He was like, I told him where I was. He's like, dude, you're right at the fucking end. I like, you're at the best part of that game. And it's like, I know. I just don't want to do anymore. I can't fucking take it. I put it on very easy. I put it on the easiest setting and I hate it. I hate playing the game. Um, and like I was with Gables, you know, like I understand where Gables come from. Like when I played that game, I'm like, it's fine. I'm enjoying it. I'm having a good time with it. Like I'm trying to get you're, you're at the point of like convincing yourself. Like this game is good. This is a good game. It's Kojima. It can't be bad. It can't be bad. It is bad. Guys, it's bad. It's very bad. It's not a good game. And if you think it's a good game, you're a bad person. You know, I can't help you with that. You're a bad person. You're a really bad person. And uh, I don't got really think about added to that part of it. You know, as far as like just calling you a piece of shit, go fuck yourself, you know? Um, and I don't, I don't think that's a terrible thing to say to you. Fuck you, you know? Fuck you. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Really, uh, you know, we're at the end. Of, we're getting towards the end here. You know, Gables is. We're wrapping up the show. Uh, you know, the Gables unfortunately had to walk away. Hopefully, everything is okay. Um, I don't really have too much to say. I don't. I'm just. I'm just excited for like you know, the rest of the year. You know, because we look like I talked about like the, the you know the next month, two months, is just an onslaught of gaming. It's first world problems. It's gonna be a good fucking time, and I can't wait. Like. We got Mario Plus Rabbits, Plague Tale Requiem. Um, yeah, so anyways, Gable's a piece of shit, you know what I mean? Just for playing these <laughs> games. Uh, yes, playing Death Stranding. Yes, yeah, so I mean, Gable's, because anyone with Death Stranding, he's a piece of shit. All right, I like what I was saying <laughs> before being interrupted and stuff. Yeah, that mission was fairly interesting. Also, avoiding all the B, like the, my goddamn, the BTs and stuff like that during the one portion of the mission. Yeah, yeah. That was also an experience of itself. I mean, granted, I know it was kind of mundane going through and delivering things from point A to point B, but at the same time, I did have different elements to what I could do. I did go through, I did go through and explore a whole bunch of different like uh, areas around during the routes and stuff. But the most interesting portions at this moment in time have been the cutscenes, been the character sort of story aspect of it, and that's what's wanting me to continue on personally it's because of the whole aspect of, okay what's going on next here 
but it is kind of hilarious, like going through like uh, the base here for Norman Reedus and stuff. You have your own bathroom, you have your all this and that and stuff, and just basically taking a little bit of snapshots with everything <laughs> with him making faces inside the window. It's pretty funny. Did you get to the part with the monsters? Okay, so I don't BTs, mean the I don't I don't mean not the BTS. I mean the literally the drink monsters. Oh, the drink monsters. Okay, no, not yet. Okay. Like I said, I just finished chapter one. Okay. 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 Yeah. So right now, right now I may go through and go through and play it, but at the same point though, it just really depends because I've also downloaded a couple other games that I had been playing just to try to screw around with and stuff because I was in sort of like a fighting game mood, so I re-downloaded Tekken Seven and all its other DLC stuff. Ultimate Marvel's Capcom Three was another one, but. Uh, the reason why I went through and did that initially is because I also did get a external SSD for the PS5, and that's the whole Samsung T7. Saw it at Walmart. It was on clearance, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, SSD. It's not going to be playing the PS5 games natively from the drive itself, but I have a bunch of PS4 content which I don't want to delete and re-download again. So I switched to that. That's where everything else is transferred, and it just works like fucking like really quickly loads mm. games in fairly quickly the ssd does and uh yeah that's pretty much what i've been playing this week nice <laughs> well very good gables very cool um except for the death strain part that's kind of shitty <laughs> you do um but anyways guys if you like all that please like i said top of the show like follow subscribe click on the sh- descriptions down below uh follow us all those places share with your friends if you're sharing is the best thing you can do sharing is caring um but yeah, I've been your host, I was Tyler. I've been Colonel Gables. So until next time, everyone, find yourself a game, play it, love it. Not the But also, thank you for listening to another fun-filled episode of the Drunk Dash Nerds podcast. Thank you, Gables. Yeah. Scissor? <laughs> other way. Other way. Yeah. other way, Gables. Other way. Other way. Yeah. yeah. Bye, guys. (laughs) See ya. (laughs) Oh, God.